Hello and welcome to Paranormal Hotline. My name is Michael and as usual I'm here with Kaylee. Hello. So this week we'll be talking about a lesser known cryptid, the Ogopogo, a creature residing in Lake Okanagan in British Columbia, Canada. It has sightings back to the late 1800s and it's definitely not shy with many encounters and it's even been caught on camera in the last two years. Ooh, this is really interesting. This is the first like sea, not sea monster, but like lake monster that we've talked about. Yeah, I don't want to do sea monster. I don't like the sea. So we're just going to go through some details here and try to figure out just what exactly is the Ogopogo and if something like that could really survive in a lake. So as always, if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon and following us on social media. We really appreciate it and it really helps us out. And if you have any topics you'd like us to cover or sightings or encounters you've had, we'd love to hear about them. And you can email in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. So I have a question right off the bat about Ogopogo. Yes. What the hell does the name mean? Well, the name actually came from the early 1920s when someone in the city of Vernon came up with a fantastic rhyme about the creature that goes like this. His mother was an earwig, his father was a whale, a little bit ahead and hardly any tail, and Ogopogo was his name. <laughs> He, the, he, his mother was an earwig. His mother was an earwig. That's such a, like a Monty Python-esque insult. <laughs> his father was an elderberry. <laughs> it's not just something you're going to hear and go like, ooh, creepy. Like, it's not really something that's going to strike fear no, into it's the hearts really of not. men like Momo. I pictured it being like, that's what it said, kind of like a Pokemon. Like, it stuck its head out of the lake and was like, Ogo Pogo. <laughs> and someone was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's like that thing. It's like the Egyptian word for cat is meow. And it was just someone walked up to a cat and went, what are you? <laughs> meow. Okay. <laughs> I can't imagine someone casually walking up to a lake monster, though, and being like, what are you? And it would just respond, Ogopogo. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like some kind of yogurt from the 90s. It does. It'd be a good name for a yogurt. Or like a pogo stick, you know? It was actually really feared by the native people that made their home by the lake. According to them, there was something really dangerous that lived in the water. Dangerous enough that you couldn't cross it without either a cattle on board to feed it if it showed up, or without sacrificing an animal for good luck. Jesus. Well, it's because according to their legends, it was a malevolent spirit that lived in the lake and protected it. It and it would drag those who offended the creature to the bottom of the lake. Wow. But when it comes to how it looks, it's pretty much exactly how you would think. So basically a plesiosaur. But that actually changes depending on the sighting because some older sightings describe it more like the classic sea serpent, just a giant water snake that causes wakes when it swims near the surface. It's because it's so long that when people see like the head and then like the bump of the, like we call it the shoulders and then the arse and everything, they thought it was like some wiggly creature going through the water. The main thing people look for when they're trying to spot these things is the wakes that come off it because it can move as fast as a speedboat. Jesus, that's fast. And a lot of people have seen these wakes. Like this creature is not shy and the recorded sightings, like from recording sightings, it's just as likely to show itself to a large group of people as it is to show up for like one person. Damn. One of the most popular, like well-known sightings is from 1926. It's one of the more like talked about ones. 30 cars were parked by the lake and every single one of them seen the creature by the water. Damn, what did they see? What was the description? Just a sea monster, basically. Something like in the water, making waves. They saw like a bit of flesh sticking out and stuff like that. Now, I have a newspaper clipping here 
from after that and they are just very unkind to the people who have seen this creature <laughs> go ahead I want to hear this I'm not going to read the whole thing out because it's like three paragraphs but it basically talks about how it has a fearsome head rushes madly about but defies specific identification so it's just like it can't be identified yeah the most recent appearance of Ogopogo is the same as the previous appearances its head was seen but only inadequately described and it tore madly through the water the witnesses would venture no opinion on its length or any other important detail but then newspaper just completely changes its tone and it's like it's worth noting no sea serpent has ever been captured the fact that all these so-called sea serpents so far could be explained by like other creatures yeah they actually give the dictionary definition of a sea serpent and it's fantastic an enormous marine animal of serpent-like form frequently seen and described by credulous sailors imaginative handsmen and common liars oh my god (laughs) that's really harsh (laughs) The, the British Columbia sea serpent is probably the product of imaginative landsmen and not common liars. It is truly marvellous what an average and normally truthful person will see when he looks at a strange creature in the open water that he doesn't recognise. I love stories like this where like colonizers go over to like America or Canada or whatever and then they see a creature and they're like, what the hell? And then they'll ask the natives like, what was that? And they'll be like, yeah, that's been there for years. We could have warned you about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's actually pretty funny because... The natives did have a load of stories about this, including how a visiting chief came and when they told him you can't cross the lake unless you like give it some or unless you do, do a sacrifice. sacrifice. So, yeah. I can't pronounce the word that they had. It was like naka- nakayata, nakayati yeah. or something. But they had their own name for it that meant spirit of the uh, spirit of the lake. It kind of reminds me of um, Spirit of the Way. The way the guy in that is like a lake spirit, the river dragon. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's like I a dragon. I think that's kind of it. Yeah, like yeah. They, they call Ogopogo like the physical embodiment of the spirit. That's really cool. But the visiting chief was basically like, "You're all mental. I'm not giving any fish any of my cattle." And as he went out in the boat, a tail came up and just sunk the boat. Jesus! Imagine watching that. Imagine he's just like flipping you off as he sails off over the horizon. And then you just see a massive tail coming out and whipping the boat. Is it, was it just the I'd, tail? I'd be delighted. <laughs> uh, it was only the tail that came up and like hit the boat and pulled it under. Damn! No, that's terrifying. I don't like that at all. There's like there's people of that tribe still alive today, and I think it was the '80s. One of them came out and said, "Yeah, like I'm not gonna say it was miscommunication, but there's a good chance they were just fucking with the new settlers." <laughs> Now, there's a fantastic website called ogopogoquest.com. It was set up by a man named Bill who had an Ogopogo sighting. And on the website, he actually goes into detail about his sighting. And in October of 1978, he saw some movement in the water while driving across a bridge that went over the lake. So he stopped his car and got out to look, and other drivers behind him stopped and got out as well. And they watched it swim around for about a minute before it disappeared. And he said that was it. That sighting convinced him it was real, and he wanted to prove it. Damn. I think it says a lot that he saw something in 1978, and he still adamantly believes in it today. The thing is, like, it's it's so easy for like for creatures and stuff to hide in water because it's so hard for us to actually investigate it and so expensive is probably the point you're absolutely right so he decided he was going to do something about that so he funded he actually funded two expeditions during the first one they had radar on their ship 
and it was able to pick up a 15 meter long object in the water that moved to the left of the ship before rapidly diving below the radar. Whoa. Now, on their second one, they didn't find the creature again, but they found some caves and tunnels in the side of the lake that were unmapped and nobody knew about. And this is actually really <laughs> important. Yeah. Because in the legend of the Ogopogo, a part of the native lore was that it lived in a cave under Rattlesnake Island, which is an island on the lake. This sounds so cursed. <laughs> under Rattlesnake it, Island. It makes sense though. Yeah, it makes sense for a sea serpent to go to Rattlesnake Island. It does, yeah. Do you know what it makes me think of? What? Have you ever seen the movie Magic in the Water? No. Wait. I seen it as a kid and I loved it. It's this girl who feeds Oreos to Nessie, basically. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's why lake creatures don't bother me. It's like the first thing I seen about a lake creature was how one was dying and friendly. <laughs> it's 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 very similar to Nessie, to be honest, because Nessie in that lake they have underground caves as well, and they reckon that that's where it's been going if there is a creature or whatever. Because they've done scans of the lake and they haven't found anything, but there is these cave systems underneath the the water that haven't been investigated yet. There was one found in like 2016 in like Loch, Loch Ness. Yeah, that they said went down nearly a kilometer in depth, but it turned out Jesus. to just be a glitch on the radar. Oh, okay. Well, that's not too bad. I will get into Nessie, though, because there's something very interesting about uh, the Ogopogo and Nessie. By the way, the Loch Ness Monster just goes by Nessie. Well, in general, I don't know if that's his personal preference, but <laughs> but the Ogopogo is called Oggy. Oggy? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. I really, I really do think, like, I really do recommend looking up that website, the OgopogoQuest.com, because he... He has it done so well. It's like people can report their sightings. He has hundreds of pictures. Um, but in 2015, he actually managed to see the creature again. Oh, wow. And he had his, he had his camera with him and he took a picture of it. Okay. Because this man spends all his life now basically just trying to catch pictures of this creature. Yeah, no, knowing your past evidence, this is either going to be fantastic, like absolute proof that Ogopogo is real, or it's going to be okay, a toy, okay. a McDonald's Happy Meal toy sticking out of the water. Okay, so if you look at the first picture I sent you. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's its head. It's like E.T. sinking into the water. It does look really cool, but I do have to admit, it looks like the head of a golf club. It does. It looks like it has two googly eyes on the front. Can you see that? I know, the googly, <laughs> the goofy looking yeah. eyes. No, that's not real. <laughs> Why was it so fucking blurry? I think he spent his whole time waiting for to that's get the picture. That's the zoomed in one. I have another one where that's not zoomed in where you can get another okay. look at it. He took as many as he could in the short amount of time. Is there anything to, to scale it against? See how big it is? Uh, not really, because again, it's like in the middle of the lake. Uh, that, you know what that looks like? <laughs> It looks like a birthday balloon. Oh, I see that. I see that. I see that. And you've ruined it for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but there is one good thing. What? So with most cryptid or monsters or whatever, there's always the argument. Everyone carries a camera right now, carries a camera around now. So why isn't there pictures of it? Yeah. But the Ogopogo was one of the few cryptids where you can just say, yeah, people have more cameras. Look at all the new pictures that have come out in the last 20 years. Yeah. And it, it there is a lot. Now, this, the other picture I sent you there is... I picked this one because you can actually sh see the shape of its flipper and everything in the water. It's very small. It does look like a whale or something, though. It, it It's not that close to the boat there. I think there they said it was like, I think it was like 150 meters or something. It kind of looks like the ninja in there. Uh, the ninja, I know what you mean. It has like the humanoid shape and everything. Yeah. But apparently they're like, it, you can see where its head was kind of cut off in the picture. Cut. On the left side would be where the neck is. Why'd they not take a picture of the neck? That's the most important part. 
they didn't know what the hell it was. So take a picture of all of it then. They said it was far away. Why'd they have to crop it down to its shitty torso? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't take the picture. <laughs> the other thing is, like you were saying there about Nessie, it's really hard to go into detail about oh, like Augie without mentioning Nessie. Yeah. Because Nessie is pretty much the Beyonce of Lake Monsters. <laughs> That's a great comparison, but, but yes. I think they're at, both of them are actually really good proof of the other one. Really? Because both Loch Ness and Lake Okanagan are pretty, they're, they're actually super similar, both geologically and ecologically. So, like, they were formed the same way. They have the same, like, I was going to say type of water, but they're very similar. They have the same type of fish with, like, few variations. Yeah. So from re- like let's say now an ocean something from the ocean managed to get trapped in one and live there it would make sense that it could live in the other one. I don't know an awful lot about Ogopogo but I know that Nessie is that lake was originally connected to the ocean. So was Okanagan. That's what they're both things were like it's very possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not very possible but it it's very unlikely but it is possible. Well, the thing is it wouldn't be the first time an extinct creature was found alive. Now, the one example everyone flaunts is that Celiocant that was found off Australia and people were like, "Oh, they went extinct ages ago." But I actually found a different cooler and creepier ver- like example. Give it to me. I want to hear it. So the Megalodon was a massive shark, right? It was the, <laughs> the largest Megalodon, shark ever. Okay, sorry, go on, go on. I'll let you finish. Uh, let me finish. It's 60 feet long when fully grown. It weighs 70 tons. All right. So the best re- reference I can give you for the size of it is the fin on its back alone was six foot tall. <laughs> like it could eat you and wouldn't have to chew. Yeah, I know. You can stand upright in its mouth, basically. But in the late 1800s, a British ship pulled up a tootin with their net that belonged to one. Now, it was long dead, but they did manage to, like, date it fairly recently. Like, they, like, I mean, recently, they managed to date it. Like... And it turned out that the tooth wasn't millions of years old, because people thought that they died out, like, 60 million years ago. Yeah. The tooth was only 11,000 years old, which doesn't sound very recent. But when you have a predator that has no natural predators, what would kill it? (laughs) I don't like the idea of them being out there. There's no there's no megalodons in the water. I also I don't know if that's true. 11,000 years sounds very soon. I know, but no, it, it was actually dated. Like you can look this up. The tooth was found by I think it was the HMS Oh, it had some I can't remember the name of the ship, but it was found by like an actual ship and dated and it was 11,000 years ago. So like if one giant sea monster could survive that, it really ups the chances of others surviving as well. Yeah, I gotta take a look into that. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I, I already hated the ocean, but when I found out all this, I ju- it just made me hate it more. We'd know if megalodons were still around, though. They're definitely not. There's no well, how way. How would we know, though? We didn't know the giant squid was a thing until like 10 years no, ago. No, we knew it was a thing. We just didn't have any footage of it. That was the thing. We, we knew that they existed because of, you know, science. Yeah, but they were still basically <laughs> they, myths. They weren't. Not, And they're also not the same scale as they were in stories. In stories, they were like just insanely proportioned, like fucking Godzilla proportions. Whereas Krakens. they're just like, they're really fucking big, but they're not insanely large. Like, we know what they eat, we know how they survive. Um, Megalodons, what they survived on, they don't exist anymore. They just can't exist. They're so big, too. They're just massive. And Megalodons didn't exist in the deep ocean, whereas giant squids do. There's no Megalodons, man. I just need you to relax, okay? <laughs> you can you can try all you want, but <laughs> that dude really set me off. <laughs> There's no Megalodons, I promise you. There's no Megalodons. But, like... Yeah, it's just an example though, like if the tooth is 11,000 years old, that's still proof that something survived a lot longer in the ocean than we thought it could. Never mind 
like whatever creature let's say oh I'm really gone off track now distracted by the megalodon <laughs> this whole episode is just you freaking out you're gonna get eaten by a megalodon <laughs> they're not real but yeah like <laughs> they were real <laughs> if something like that could survive in the ocean even till as recently as 11,000 years ago something in a land well a newly landlocked lake would, uh, would have no predators and a pretty much constant supply of food as long as it didn't overpopulate yeah, like, there's no reason it wouldn't survive as unlikely as it is. The question is, the question that I always have with these lake monsters is, how are they breeding? Because usually with Nessie, it's often described as there's one sole monster in this lake that's Nessie. How, like, Nessie's been spotted for so long already. How could it possibly be still there, you know? It would have to breed and have babies. I was reading another one, right? <laughs> now, this one I don't have, as like, nearly as many details about. But um, there was a submarine, I think it was the 40s or the 50s, that was destroyed and the people who survived said that they were destroyed, like attacked by a giant crocodile. It's not Godzilla, but it, um, all the descriptions match a Mosasaurus. Um, using the Jurassic World movie, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Do you know that thing that jumps out of the water and eats the shark? No, what? What? Yeah, this was like the 40s and 50s. I, I'm like, I don't have much for it for this episode, but I'll look into it and I'll just follow it up next week. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, but like, I was reading it and I was just like, okay, yeah, fuck the ocean. <laughs> that's scary. That is scary. Those things are huge. Like, I get why the ocean's important and I get there's cute things in there, but most of it's disgusting and I hate it. I mean, to be fair, your argument is to just leave the ocean alone. And if everyone just left the ocean alone and stopped fishing it, it would be fine. I want us to like fill in all the land between every island. Why? Do you know what? I'm fully on Team Magma. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> but um, I have a site in here that I just wanted to read through because, like, as I said, on that website, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of pictures. But this is one I just thought is, like, the most like, quintessential kind of monster sighting when it comes to lake monsters. Yeah. So it's from a man called James, and it reads, In August 2000, a girl and I were sitting on the beach talking all night long. He's bragging, obviously. <laughs> At around half five, soon after daybreak, I left the beach to use the public restroom. As I was returning to the beach, I looked out towards Rattlesnake Island and saw what looked like a submarine surfacing. The girl to whom I had been talking also saw it as well and was pointing towards it. It looked to be about 100 feet or so in length and was travelling very fast. About 30 seconds later it went out of sight heading towards Penticton, which is a town nearby like at the, the southern end of the lake. Yeah. I actually looked at that town and it's really cute and they even have live stream cameras so you can watch the town at all times. <laughs> Just in case it gets attacked by a sea monster. I looked at it, but like clearly it's only like when I was looking at it, it was clearly like six in the morning there and it looked empty. It just looked like something out of a zombie movie. <laughs> but anyway, he said it looked like it had a wake behind it, which may have made it appear longer, which would kind of make sense because most descriptions have it around 15 feet, Jesus. which also is the exact same length that uh, Plesiosaur would grow to. <laughs> wow. It was silent faster than any speedboat I had ever seen on the lake earlier that week, but with no sound, it obviously was not a speedboat. That's nuts. But do you know that picture I showed you of the one where you could make out the shape of its fin and everything? Yeah. That one's actually from 2006. The most recent one was 2019. And it, like, it made the news and everything because you could see these like lumps moving through the water. But the funny thing about that one is like it's it's a really good, good like film. Looks really clear. You can make out like stuff in the water. But the man who runs the Ogopogo website, I think it was him, said, no, that's not my Ogopogo. Oh, for God's sake. Are you serious? Somebody got really good evidence and, and he was like, nah. Yeah. Now, there, I was watching a documentary from like, I think it was the 70s 
or actually sorry it might have been the 80s called In Search Of which was Leonard Nimoy who goes where he'd go looking for cryptids <laughs> that sounds great how have I never heard of that it was I was watching it and like they had interviews with a woman who had been knocked out of a boat by the creature now it didn't attack her or anything but she was fucking hysterical which <laughs> yeah. is fair and um, he was like we found footage we were given this foot- footage last night where you can clearly see humps in it and then Leonard Nimoy sitting there and he's like we have just found out that it was tree tires tied together to trick us oh my god and he just looks so fucking gutted <gasps> yeah wouldn't you be oh that's annoying I hate when people do that there's like there's so many sightings of this thing though that it really does paint a picture of something that's been living in the lake for a long time again like this isn't a really super famous lake monster so it's not something like they're trying to push and profit off of no I've never heard of it before but I can only imagine that Loch Ness would not be what it is today if it wasn't for the tourism. So maybe they are trying to market off that? There is like a little statue of him, but like it does look just like a, you know, like a common, oh yeah, we have a lake monster, here's a small little statue kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. The only thing the sightings have in common is that it takes place in this lake and that it's very fast. <laughs> I can't get over how fast it is. I just can't picture that. I'm just like, what I'm picturing is like, you know, like the picture of Nessie with the head coming out. It kind of looks like a swan just look. But just like, yeah, literally water. like a blur of that. Just like, <laughs> the picture you're on about Nessie, that's the surgeon's photo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that was, it the was fake. proven fake. Well, it wasn't proven fake. I think the guy came out and said, like, we did that for the lol. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> to be fair, I get that, but it, it just pissed off so many people. But all the classic, all the classic monster or cryptid stuff, are they're usually fake. I don't know. Augie is something like, I really want it to be real, but if it's real, it means there's a lot of other things that could be real that I don't want to be real. You're like, yeah, I want it to be real, but I don't want to see it. No, I, I think I'd be fine with a lake monster. I think like even in a lake, I'd be perfectly fine compared to like the ocean. Really? But lakes can be like yeah. pretty deep. Yeah, but this one only goes down. Actually, yeah, it's almost a kilometer down, really. It's like 786 feet. They're almost like bottomless, some of them. Will you stop? I was fine with it. I was fine with it. No, you're not fine with it. <laughs> you're fine with it till you get on a boat and then you'll freak out. Plus, plus, who's to say there's not a megalodon in this lake? Riddle me that science. I hate you. So, guys, that's the Ogopogo monster of Lake Okanagan. Ogopogmahone. And- <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Sorry. You know the way, like, when you're fishing, you throw ch- chum out to attract the fish? Yes. What would you throw out to attract Nessie? Haggis. No, I imagine people have tried that and it hates it by now. But it must have something that it eats. I assume fish. Like, chum would work, I Do you think assume. if we got, like, a cartoonishly large hook and put, like, a roast chicken on it? Uh, yeah, there was one person who had got, like, really good footage of it and it turned out to be otters. Otters? But they're tiny. Yeah. But it was like a line of otters with like some space between them, so people thought it was the humps. I like that all the otters are just like ass to mouth swimming across the lake. <laughs> the otter centipede. <laughs> That's a cryptid in itself. That's unnatural. Do otters go ass to mouth? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they hold hands and they're little sweet creatures. I don't think they're monsters. Yeah, but like we don't know what they do in their private time. That's fair. Let's ask them. That's going in the Discord there. Quote of the week. Do otters go ass to mouth? <laughs> do otters swim ass to mouth? 
<laughs> no, no, just do they go ask them out. Otter centipede. <laughs> That's disgusting. I hate it. But yeah, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And once again, if you'd like to support us in a direct way, you can always subscribe to our Patreon. But if you can't, then even just reviewing the podcast wherever you listen to it will still be really appreciated. We're working on the bonus Patreon episodes right now, and I actually think they're going to be really cool. But that is everything we have for this week. So I hope you have a great week. And if you see anything spooky, tell it we say hi. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>